0: welcome to the christian faith assembly podcast we are so excited that you joined us today stay connected with us on facebook instagram and twitter at cfa hope also get more information about small groups events and service times at cfahope.com. now let's prepare our hearts and minds for a powerful message
1: Says the enemy is on his job, walking around like a lion to destroy. Are we on our job, praying without ceasing, refilling up our joy? He seeks an entry point where, where we have begun to ignore. And we are we on our guard in prayer, closing every open door. We must watch and pray, stop the enemy's plan, knowing that for, for us, if we are aligned properly, our steps are in his plan. So don't be discouraged if the enemy is fighting you, don't fret, because the only reason he is after you is because you are a threat. So stay in the bosom of of Christ where your protections are great, because independent of your experience, God is still great. The enemy desires to shift us, move us off our spot and shift us, but in the hands of God, he can't touch the swift us.
0: Amen. <laughs> the reason why I laugh is because uh, today's message is called "Pray Without Ceasing." <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. That's that's really cool. Um, wow. <laughs> Anything else? let's just jump right into uh, today's word and uh, first off I just just want to uh, just welcome everybody welcome welcome Um, we have any first-time visitors or anything if we do definitely not a visitor (laughs) Um, I do want to say mention a couple things Um, first off What a, what a joy it is, it should be for us to come and gather like this. Like, it should, it should, like, this should be one of the highlights of our week because we get to, we get to gather together with believers with, who are like-minded and come and worship the king of all creation. Like, what in the world? <laughs> like, the God of the galaxies for real. Like, that's what we get to come and do together. And so I would just encourage all of us um, to to throughout the week, take a, a different approach when, when, when thinking about Sundays, our gatherings, um, come not only expecting, but come ready to give. Like not just like financially, I'm not talking about just that. I'm talking about come ready to give who we are. Come ready to give uh, an encouraging word, pray and ask God through your time in in with him throughout the week what 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 would you have me say to the to the gathering this this sunday like what would you have me to share i mean you know we're we're blessed and fortunate that we actually uh have a mic that is not limited just the pastor where you know we ask the question hey what is god speaking to you about so have something be cultivating something be praying throughout the week Man, what would you have me to 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 say? Um, because again, something that you might have is for somebody else that I might not be able to share or one of the ministers might not be able to share, but you have a perspective that's only yours. So I just want to encourage you um, to be thinking that way when we're thinking about our Sunday uh, gatherings. All right? All right, cool. So uh, let's just pray and just pray for the word today. Father God, we... Bless your name. We give you glory and honor. We honor you because you are great and because you love us and because you're just amazing and have orchestrated such an amazing plan for us to have relationship and fellowship with you, Father God. I pray right now, God, that the word that you have put on my heart to share today would be a blessing, would be encouraging, would be challenging, would be motivating, uh, spur us on into growth. I pray right now, God, that uh, your agenda would just take place. That you whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, would happen, and uh, we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So today, um, just press, pressed on my, uh, press to share about praying, uh, praying without ceasing. It's interesting enough that Micah got that 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 spoken word um, about that, um, because that's something that. I feel like God really wants to, wants to challenge us today on praying without ceasing. Um, and like, what does that look like? Like, what really does that look like for us as, as believers? And I'm not, I will not be um, um, speaking long at all, because um, I feel like we, there's some more worship that we need to jump into. Um, but I do want to uh, read a few passages and just have, have some conversation and talk about it. Um, you, know, you know how we do. You know how I do. Right? We got to have some conversation, some dialogue, got to have some talk. Okay? We good? Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, so let's jump right into this with uh, go, going to Luke 18, 1 through 8. I was, I'm reading this book, actually, Dad gave me or mentioned to me about um, by this author called Ian Bounds. Like, this dude, huh? Yeah, next level. Like, this, like it's almost scary how, like, d- like, deep, I don't even like saying that word, but it's like, it's next level. Like, you're reading it, like, what in the world? So this guy is, like, what, from the 1800s or something? And it's like, this guy is, like, light years away from... For most believers for i'm like what in the world he's next level kind of stuff and uh and i was reading it and just god just was like yeah i just know i know my heart and so i'm like okay we got to talk about this because we don't we don't we're not thinking like this this is next level thought process in in in, in approaching prayer um but it's, it's 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 i see it in the scriptures so um there's this word that that he brought up in in, in uh in this chapter, one of the chapters is called this word. You know, learning new words is cool, but it's importunity. Importunity. I got to make sure to say it right. Importunity. It's spelled I M P O R T U N I T Y. Importunity. Importunity, that word means overly persistent in request or demand. Okay? So just, so that's, this is where we're going. So this is, I'm just setting the stage for you, for you. Overly persistent in request or demand, importunity. So when y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all can, there's a little spelling, spelling challenge word or something. I don't know. Somebody might got a spelling bee coming up. Y'all got to get the word. So, um, so let's just jump right into this. Luke 18 verse one. We'll read there. Start there. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally she said, and finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her consistent requests. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So you do, so don't you, so do not, so don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly, but when we see the Son of Man returns, how many will find how many will he find on the earth who have faith? So we read in this parable a few amazing things, but one of the biggest things that I read is that this woman, she never stopped. She pressed. She pressed to the point where this unjust judge was like, she is bothering me all to get out. Like, what in the world? She's pressing all my buttons, and I have to respond to her because she's bothering me. And Jesus, like, compares God to, like, what? Like, Like, he is an unjust judge, but God is the just judge. And so how much more will God's response be to those who press, who press in? A lot of times what I, like, I feel like what we've done with prayer is we've made it kind of second tier. And so we've made prayer something that is, something that is just thrown out, almost like kind of like love. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we like, say, oh, man, I love my car. I love, you know, my shoes. But it's like you really it's not the same love as I like I love my wife. You know, same thing with prayers. What we've done is like, oh, somebody come up to me. Oh, man, this is what's going on. I was like, man, I pray for you. And then we never pray for that person. Or it's like, you know what I'm saying, oh I got a decision to make. I oh, mean, I've already did step one, two, three. Man, did you pray about it? I never prayed about it yet. And so it's kind of like second nature and like second put it in the back burner. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't get the 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 forefrontness, if that's a word. It's not a word, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't get that forethought that we are like supposed to be in. Believers, as believers, our first response, like if if we were uh, uh, first responders, the first thing we would do to get on the scene of a crime or scene of an accident is to pray. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a first responder, you go out and you're, you're an ambulance and your first is to make sure, okay, are they breathing? Giving life CPR, whatever, whatever. Are as believers, our ref- our first response to any situation that we're in is to pray, and that's not a that's not a a a, a state a position of of inactivity at all. Prayer is is one of the most power is the most powerful thing that us as believers can do on this earth. Why? Because what happens when we pray is that actually heaven doors open up, portals open up, windows open up, and allows us to be conduits of heaven on earth. That is what prayer does. And so when we pray, when we pray, literally believe that. Understand what is actually happening when we pray. Prayer is what changes. And, and actually, our prayer is what dif- differs from us than any other religion. Because, see, they're praying to a God, a deity, a demon who can't answer prayers. We speak and have relationship with a God who not only answers prayers, but loves us in doing so. How, is, how are we praying? Do we just do it as a, uh, just like oh, this is, I'm praying today. But are we pressing in prayer? Are we pressing our way in prayer? God honors the press. He honors the press forward. When there's things, and, 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 and like I, we read here just in this parable, there's another uh, 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 um, passage I want to read, but we read here that the woman never stopped. She pressed. She pressed to the point where she got on the nerves of the judge. And he honored it. Like what? He honored it. Who was willing to press in? We could do nothing without prayer. But all things can be done with persistent, steady, intense, consistent prayer. Now, how many of us in here—and I know this—and I know that all hands probably go up—had a grandmama, had a mama, had a daddy who prayed for them when they were wilding the mess out in the world. <laughs> prayed for them. Pray for you until you got your life together, mm-hmm. and it probably continue to pray for you now. That's the kind of prayer that we. Sometimes we don't, I don't feel like we see anymore. That prayer where it looks crazy, like, why are you praying for him? He, he, he don't want nothing to do with God. Grandma like, baby, he going to love God one day. He going he to come to Christ one day. And, he, and she warned in the prayer room for him for hours, crying and snotting over him. What kind of prayers do we have? Are we pressing for anybody? Are we praying for anybody to the point where we're crying over their soul, where we're warring over them in the spirit? Are we pressing for anybody? Who is willing to press in, no matter the response? Mm. No matter the response, who's willing to press in? Let's go to Matthew uh, Matthew fifteen twenty eight. Yo, y'all go, y'all go bug out. Y'all go bug out about this. This is this makes me laugh. It is wild, but it's so real. Cause sometimes I feel like we think we got like, you know, everything is like roses. Oh, I was like roses, and you know. Oh, uh, Matthew fifteen. Did I say yeah, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen twenty-eight. Yeah, uh, fifteen. Let's start with fifteen twenty-one. Sometimes we feel like when we when we don't hear or get a response from God or our prayers don't get answered, something's wrong. That might ne- necessarily be the case. Sometimes. God just likes to see us press. <laughs> like, he just, he, he knows, like, yo, they really, he really, she really wants this. Like, this is his, this is their heart. I like to see them press, because it means something to them. If I just, like, you, you think about it. For, like, for example, EJ, you know, I, man, I love that dude, you know. I want I want to give give him the world. Like, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be like, here you go, bro, like, that's, that's you. The reality, though, is there's sometimes... When he asks for something, I'm like, yeah, nah, like, you gotta you gotta work for that. You gotta work a little harder for that. You know what I'm saying? Or you gotta feel, feel the feel the the pressure of, of of what you're what you're trying to get. Yes, I could give it to you right this moment. But there's something in that I like to see when he's like, uh like like has to work a little harder for it. Because he he's learning something in those moments when he's when when he has to work hard to to, to get what I got. Like Yes, I got it. Example, the other day, and know, this is, oh, I'll just share, share, share this up. The other day, he, like, goes and asks Adrian, Ma, can I get a dollar for the raffle coming up? He's like, he's like, you know, present, no, actually, she asked for 20 He asked for $20. He's like, Mama, I need $20 for this raffle. And a, you know, A is like, I'm not giving you $20 for a raffle. You just gonna give, you know, just get like some basket or something like that for the chance of winning. No, I'm not gonna give you. Anyway, I'm gonna give you $20. So he, she ends up giving him a dollar, gave him a dollar. And so we get ready for school, get in the car, and he's, we're driving out the park, the driveway, and he's like, Dad, I left my dollar on the table. And I'm like, He's like, can you give me give me another dollar? And I'm like, and in my wallet I had five dollars, and, and I and I was going to give him the five dollars. And I was like, nah, nah. He's like, EJ, you gotta you gotta learn to make sure you hold your money. You got to put your money in your pocket you put some. You, you can't put that money down you got to put it in your pocket yes i had five dollars on me to give could have given it to him but i wanted him to learn there's a lesson in this there's a lesson to be learned to like not you just because i got it doesn't mean that you can have it right now you got to learn to to value what what is given to you and yeah i asked him i asked him because every day I, before we go to school i, I tell him you know ej you're gonna have a great day today and he's like yeah i'm gonna have a great day <laughs> that day I was like, EJ, you're gonna have a great day today. He's like, No, I don't think I'm gonna have a great day today. <laughs> 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 he was he was down about that. But see the reality is he he ended up getting the dollar and the next day and putting it in the raffle and so he was fine. So he got what he needed. But at the moment, he didn't like the response that I was giving. He had to learn to, to press through that. Right? So let's 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 jump into Matthew 1528. Now, fifteen twenty one. Now, I'm gonna read this, and I'm gonna give y'all the um, the many Fresh version as as we read this. So just hold on, cause this is gangster. This next level. So if I need some if if I need some um, definitions on some words, then y'all just shout out, "What does that mean?" And I'll I'll let you know. All right, here we go. <laughs> then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the uh, region of Tyre and Sidon, and Sidon and a a Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. All right, so let me stop here. First off, we have a Gentile woman, right? She's Gentile. She's not a Jew. And so she actually, as a Gentile, Number one, knows who she's talking to. She recognizes Jesus as the son of God, the son, well, the son of David, calls him Lord, and she's pleading to him to save her daughter. Now, number one, this like, it, it seems almost like, wait, Jesus, like that's what you do, though, right? Like, Jesus, that's what he does. He saves people. Saves tormented people. Like, that's not like anything outside the, of the norm. Like, we see it all the time people getting released from demons and, and healed and things like that. So, Jesus is asked to do something that he does. He, this is a, a request that happens all the time, and he handles it. We've seen it, we see it. This is what he does. So, <sighs> gangster Jesus steps up. G- <laughs> Jesus. But Jesus gives her no reply. He talked. she, he, she asks her in the face, ask him in the face. And Jesus is like, just nothing, just ice cold. I just imagine like Jesus looking like, huh? Okay. It just like stone cold her. Just like no no response. Not even a word. Then, so number one, that's strike one. Jesus gives her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. So not only is Jesus give her no, no word, just straight up, just ice-cold face, no, no response to her. Did the disciples say, tell her to go away? She's bothering us. We over here making some hot dogs and she's bothering us. I don't know what they're doing. But you know what I'm saying? They, they're doing something else. She's bothering us with her begging. So she's begging the Lord to do something that he does. Okay? So she knows he has the solution to her problem. She knows he is the answer to her question. Right? She knows this. There is, like, at this point, you already know that she knows this to the point that I have no other route to go. I'm putting... All of my chips on you. I'm all in. There's no plan B. this If I don't get it here, then it's not happening. That's the way her response is because she's begging, right? She, the door to her request, though, has been shut down twice already. Jesus himself said nothing. The disciple says, get away. She's begging. You should tell her to go away. So she's already been shut down twice, all right? It gets, it's, it's next level. It's next level. Okay, here we go. Then Jesus said to the woman, so he actually, he got, the woman got a response. Oh, snap. But it's not what she was thinking. I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. What? So, remember, she's a Gentile. And at this point, the Gentiles, they, they're not getting what Jesus got yet. He came for the, for the, for the Jews. Right. And it's like. So he she he gives a response to her and pretty much says, you're not the person that I'm coming here to give this to yet. So she's been shut down three times. Right. So let's continue. Twenty five. But she came and worshiped him and pleaded again. Lord, help me. She is pressing. She is not giving up. She's not ceasing. She is like, you got what I need, and I'm not gonna stop until I get it. But it's interesting because she's not disrespectful though. She her response isn't like 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 you owe me this. It's like you have what I want. And I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna honor you for who you are. I'm gonna worship you because you are you are who you say you are. But she continues to press. She pleads again and says, Lord, help me. 26, you think it's over? No, Jesus responds again and says, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to dogs. What? He just called her a dog? What? Jesus is gangster right now. What are y'all talking about? It's next level hardcore here. Jesus is like, that's so mean. Like, it just seems so mean, for real. Like, just, <laughs> I just want to step back a little bit. If you got some food, and somebody comes like you know like somebody's really really hungry. They come in and, and you tell them no, nah, you got no food for you. But they see you got food, and then they 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 ask you again, and you're like no, nah, this is for somebody else. And then they walk away and like ask you again. I'm like no, I don't give it to dogs. Like <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> and then they, they ask, keep asking. You're like what in the world? That's what is happening here. Oh man, so Jesus. Says it isn't right for to take food from the children and throw it to dogs. And her response is great. She replying, in humbly, you know, this is humbly. That's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. And I, you know, like, you know, I mean, Jesus knows what is going to happen in this situation. But you know, like, in this moment, Jesus' heart is like, that's my girl. That's my girl, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect response, I love you. And then his, his response is, dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted, and your her daughter was instantly healed. Like, what in the world? What, that exchange is wild to me, but it shows that God honors the ones who press. He honors those who won't give up. We know who the solution is. We know who, the, who our answer is. We know the one that has all of what we need. Do we press when we hear no? What, God might say no? Yeah. Yeah. He might. But will you continue to press if he says no? mm I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, it's a question, y'all, I'm, I didn't give you an answer, y'all just, y'all answer yourself. So remember the word, importunity, importunity, overly persistent in request. Importunity opens the door for opportunity. If we are consistently pressing, persistent in our demand, in our request, that opens the door for opportunities for God to bless. It, it, it's one of those things, and I know this might seem wild, like, what? Like, why would we have to continue to ask God for whatever, whatever? And it's like, because he, he, he likes that. He likes to see, he, I mean, think about this. Here, here's something I thought about this. What if Jacob stopped wrestling midway? What would we be in? What would not have happened? Y'all tell me, tell me some stuff. Y'all know the story of Jacob wrestling with the angel? Like if Jacob never finished, never actually went, went, when the angel of the Lord tell him, told him to get off, what if Jacob did? What would have happened? Where would he be? He wouldn't have had a name change. The children of Israel, what is that? Because things came out of him, out of his lineage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, we're talking about the press. We're talking about not giving up, even when we're talking about about our relationship with God. like about you know, what about like you know? And I'm not talking about like we just like praying for like, like, like weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like like you spend all your prayer time praying for a new Jaguar. Like that that's not what I'm talking about, at all. And you you have those that says, but Jesus, he, he delights. He gives us the desires of our heart. It's like, if you actually read that verse, the first part says we delight. We have to first delight in him, and then he'll give us the desires of a heart. So actually, our delight, the thing that we're after, is actually already established because we delight in him. And then the rest of those things is just icing on the cake. That's not what I'm talking about here, though. When When we're talking about pressing, we're talking about things that are attractive to God's heart. Okay. How do you engage God? These are just some questions. I like to ask questions. These are things that I would, would encourage you to write down this question and kind of chew this throughout the week. How do you engage God? How do you pray? How do you converse with God? Is it a one-time request or an urgent press? Ooh, I like that. Is it a one-time request or an urgent press? This is a, a quote from Ian Bounds. Impertuity. Again that word means overly persistent in request or demand. Importunity is made up of the ability to hold on, to continue to wait with unrelaxed, unrelaxable grasp, relentless desire and restful patience. It is not a performance but a passion, not an option, it's a necessity. Prayer, unceasing prayer is a necessity for the believer. Again, this prayer like this is what what makes us different from any other religion, any other group in the world. Praying like this, prayer that, that is, is time consuming is hard. when your flesh doesn't want to continue, you still press in. It's that kind of prayer that changes things. It's that kind of prayer that changes <laughs> cities. It's that kind of prayer that changes lives. <laughs> Another quote by Ian Bows. I'll tell you, this dude is a G, gangster, by the way. That's what G means. Yes. <laughs> Heaven is too busy to listen to half-hearted prayer or respond to hasty, thoughtless calls to God. God, Lee, why is that so hardcore feeling? It just seems so harsh, but it is true. Heaven is too busy to listen to half-hearted prayer or respond to hasty, thoughtless calls to God. One of the rules of the kingdom is to ask. John 16, 24, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. We have to press, people. We have to press. Does our request, our request require a press? Like, does it mean enough to us that we're going to press in for something? Or is it just, you know, a prayer that's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can just pray one time. and that, Because that's really how we feel about it. But is there things on our hearts? Is there people on our hearts? Is there situations on our hearts that require a press? Will we go into our prayer time like God? I'm not giving up on this. I'm standing by your word. I'm keeping, I'm, I'm making sure that not only am I lining up with your word, but I'm reminding you of your word. God, there's lives involved in this. We see like even that with Abraham interceding and, and pretty much praying over Sodom and Gomorrah, is there, if there's one, what if he never stopped? What if he's never stopped asking God, is there, is there, is there people there? Would Sodom and Gomorrah still be around? Because if, if, God was on a rock. Like he, God was like, I'm taking out all of them right now. <laughs> and and Abraham, Abraham was like, no, no, no. If there's, if there's you know, one. And he spared it for a time and was able to get him out. But like, what if he never stopped praying, like interceding for him? I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. Ephesians six, eighteen says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your progress for all believers everywhere. Are we praying in the spirit, people? Like, I, And I know, you know, for some, some, when I say praying in the spirit, we might not fully understand what that means. And that's a whole other teaching on that. But when I say praying in the spirit, that really is being in tune with the king. It's being aligned with him at all times. When it says pray in the spirit at all times, that means that we are ourselves, our spirit we are aligned with the with the king and like, hey, I, we're, we're constantly in conversation with him. We're, yes, there's times when we we need to pull away and sit down and pray and, and get there. But there's moments even now I'm praying in the spirit as I'm ministering. How is that possible? Because we can do that. That's wild to think about that, right? It's like we can actually be having a conversation with someone and be praying internally to our heavenly father to make sure we're doing what we need to do in that moment. That's what we have the ability to do, to pray in the spirit at all times, do we practice that? When you're out at, at a restaurant and you're talking with, 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 with whoever you're talking with, your friends or the waiter, are you listening to the spirit and say, oh, man, I, need, I might need to talk to that waiter. Or I might need to talk to that lady over there or that man over there. Are we praying in the spirit at all times over every, all, all the situations that we're involved with every single day? I'm saying I need to work on that. I need to work on that. Prayer must be something that is a part of who we are, not something that we just do. It's who, it's who we are. We are beings created to have conversation with the king. Like, that's who we are. When we got born again, renewed, it was like a, a, a satellite was placed in our hearts. And now we have access. Beep, beep, beep. We, can, we can shine up. That's a little, a little satellite dish. Beep, beep, beep. You know, radio signal. We tune ourselves to the right frequency. So, I got some questions. You know, I always got questions. Ask ourselves this. Why are many of our prayers not answered? Ask your, let's just think about this. Why are a lot of, it just feels like, okay, man, so we got some unanswered prayers. How much time in prayer have you given toward that matter? Have you pleaded on behalf of that matter? Does that prayer line up with God's word? Again, God is attracted to things that is like him. He's attracted to his word. He's attracted to uh, the ability to pray his word. He's attracted to his spirit. So when we pray in the spirit, God is attracted to that. When we pray his word, God is attracted to that. The issue, we've talked about this, but I'll bring it back up. The issue for most people is that they pray things that don't attract God's heart. Yes, God blesses his children because he loves us, gives us the delights of our heart. But again, it says take delight in the Lord first, not to take delight in the desires of our heart. Take delight in that sense, meaning great pleasure, captivated by we're gladdened to be gratified by. That is what our hearts have to be when we pray and are praying. Are we delighting in the Lord? Or are we just asking for frivolous prayer requests like a genie? But do we take delight in who God is when we go and pray? I want to do a little, I want to do a little um, exercise and not, talk, not talking about calisthenics because um, I'm, I'm already hot. <laughs> I want to do a little exercise. I want, I want us to get in. This is only going to take like five minutes, um, five or ten minutes. I want us to get in small groups. And in those small groups, I want us to pick one verse, a verse that is dear to one of those people in the group. Okay. And in, in what we're going to do is we're just going to spend about five minutes, five, ten minutes praying that verse. Now, I'm going to do this very quickly, but for those, because this is not new for some some of us, but for those who know how to do this, I want want you to encourage the ones in in the group to do this, maybe, you know, four or five different groups. Um, But I want us to pray a passage. So a lot of times what people say is, I don't know how to pray. I don't don't have the words to pray. I don't understand. I I don't know how to do it. That's why I'm not comfortable praying cuz I don't know how to pray. God has given us 66 books and given us the ability to pray those pray the word of God. So if we don't know how to pray, we literally can go open up the Bible and start praying what's in the in the scriptures. Make it personal. Let me just let me just go. I'm just going to pick up just pick pick one. Where are we going to go? No, that's not what we're gonna pray. <laughs> um, all right, right. But he, he's given us he's given us blueprints on how to pray. All right, we'll just. I'm in Ephesians two. Right. This is what it says. It says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at the works and the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Um, All of the all of us who used to live. That way follow the passions and desires of the inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we are subject to God's anger just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that he's even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. All right. So it literally we could pray, I'm just starting verse two four. It says, But God is so rich in mercy. Father God, thank you for being so rich in mercy. That you love me so much, even though I was dead in my sins, he gave you gave life to me when when you raised Christ from the dead. Just that verse. So it's taking what we read in scriptures and personalizing it. You can, that can go with somebody else. Lord God, thank you so much for Miss Brenda that you you, you were you you gave her so much riches and mercy that you loved her so much. Even when she was dead in her sins, you gave her life when you raised Christ from the dead. I just prayed over Miss Brenda. So we can take verses that we find in the scriptures and pray them over our lives, pray them over other people's lives. And so I just want to take, again, five minutes. Let's not make a big deal out of this, but it is a big deal. Because you know what happens when we pray praying. Heaven opens up. So if somebody getting slain in the spirit over there, y'all better get, get, jump up in that. Pray over. I'm sorry, let's go. So just break up into in a, in a this side maybe two groups on this side two or three groups on that side this side maybe two groups on that side, and and let's just pick some verses. Uh, leaders, um, Andy, Micah, you guys, you know, get 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 together. Those who know how to do this well lead lead that small circle. Again, there's no excuse for us as believers to be praying, and to be praying effectively. No excuse. No excuse. All right. Let's move.